Shut up about the fucking moon men? What Shut is up it? about the moon men. We're going to talk about Star Trek. Nice. Star men. Waiting in the sky. Star Trek waiting in the sky. Sorry. Just... We both went the same way? Yes. Gross. <laughs> Welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, some kind of pod thing. This is episode 156. Woo! Woo! We have wasted so much of our life on this show. What wasted? A little bit. <laughs> I'm, sho- I'm shocked how much we've actually done in only, what, three, in a, three years and change. Because it's pretty, it's so much Star Trek. Yeah. Speaking of so much Star Trek, my name is Ames. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jake. And this is Chris. Awesome sauce. Today we are covering some more Deep Space Nine. Nice. Kicking off season two. Even better. With a three-parter. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. That frankly could have been a two-parter. And frankly, frankly, could have been a one-parter. Whoa. But we'll get to that. So since this is a... So So it's season two. Season two. Three episodes. Episodes one, two, and three. And Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. There's a lot of numbers. Two, three, nine. Ninth episode. Ninth season. Nine. So the episodes we are covering are The Homecoming, The Circle, and The Siege, all part of the same basic story arc about these Bajoran extremist assholes. Yep. Let me dive into the... I'm just going to summarize the whole fucking thing. I have a brief outline that I'm sure I'm going to depart from immediately. Get it. First things first. Quark gets this earring from a freighter captain that he's totally plowed and says to himself, Man, Bajoran earring, let me give this to Kira. She's a one of those. (laughs) Kira takes one look at the earring and says, Oh my god, that is Lee Lee Nalas? Easy for you to say. Nalas. To be fair, I think she says, Oh my prophets. Oh dear prophets. Wormhole aliens. (laughs) Lee Nalas must be alive because we have his earring. (gasps) Who? And that's how that works. If you have the earring, totally alive. And no one questions this. If the glove fits, you must acquit. Etc. Well, it was sent as a signal specifically. Oh, really, Jake? Were you there? Yeah. But this was even before she knew about that. They just handed her an earring and said, this is from Cardassia 4. And she was like, fucking, fucking, fuck. Lee, Lee Nallis, who was this big-time war hero, like, awesome terrorist extremist hero of hers. He's got to be alive. We've got to save him. Everyone on the station is all like, oh yeah, Cisco, you should totally do that. You should totally do that. Before he even fucking thinks about it or talks about it with, with Kira yet, but fine. Everyone's conspiring and doing Cisco's job for him. That's okay. He doesn't seem to care. For some reason, someone decides that Miles is up for a do or die mission. Because he wants to get away from Keiko? Maybe. Because he wants to get away from Molly? Definitely. Wants to kill some Cardis. Definitely. Absolutely So we right. go down to Cardassia 4. Kira pretends to be a prostitute. And that's right. how they think prostitutes dress. Maybe a prostitute. They do. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of synopsis to get through. We'll worry about that later. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, just to make sure we don't forget, Kira pretended to be a prostitute. That's true. We're going to get back to this. Yes. And we rescue uh, Lee, Lee Nallis. He's still alive, even though it's been reported he was dead. 
Who fucking knows? He's here now. We were stuck with this guy. Out of fucking nowhere, Quark gets forcibly branded by this terrorist cell, The Circle, who really, really believe that all non-Bajoran people need to get the fuck off Bajor and out of DS9. Yikes, guys. Meanwhile, Lee has tried to GTFO from Deep Space Nine by hopping on some kind of a freighter or something, and Cisco gleans from him Wait a minute, you're telling me you're not actually a war hero and people only think you are because you accidentally killed some half-naked Cardassian and you don't actually want any of this responsibility? Let's make you the Navark! Which is basically what we did with Kalos, give him an entirely pointless and meaningless role, like title so that you can just kind of be around and people will think you're important. And he's like, great, let's do that. That's end of part one. Part two. This asshole Jero Essa has transferred Kira to Bajor from DS9 so Lee can take her role on Deep Space Nine. And there's this whole reverse clown car kind of farewell party where everyone's <laughs> wandering in and saying, Kira will miss you, Kira will miss you, Kira will miss you, Kira will miss you. Until the sexy medic Beriah walks in and says, Kira, come back with me to my monastery. And she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to show you my orb. I love that! <laughs> I literally wrote, and Beryl shows Kira his orbs. Wink face. Two winky faces. (laughs) So Kira knows, oh man, I'm all about this. I've had this vision and Beryl's in it, and mmm, nice. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, my favorite thing happens, and Deputy Quark, (laughs) who's on the scene, has determined and tells everyone that the Circle is getting weapons from the Krasari. So Rat Odo is on the case. And Rat Odo realizes that it's Bajaro Essa all along trying to give power to these extremists. He was saying that funny because it's a weird fucking word. That's cool. Um, we don't mind, dude. He's you been trying this. to give, give, give them weapons and power so that it'll destabilize everything, make the Federation leave, and Bajor can be Bajor again. Only Qu- uh, Odo realizes, fucking fuck fuck, this thing to the Cardassians giving them weapons because Cardassia wants to just swoop in when we're gone. That's bad. <laughs> oh well. Meanwhile, Kira gets tortured and kidnapped. Holy fuck. She learns that it's Jero Essa this whole time and she's like, fuck all this shit. End part two. Start part three. Quote, here's what I wrote down on my notes. Fuck, we need to evacuate the station. How long will it take to evacuate the station? As long as this fucking episode. <laughs> we get all the Venom, Venom civilians off because the circle is on their way here and they're going to put up a gigantic battle because they're so pissed at non-Bajorans for existing. So that everyone evacuates the station only except a whole bunch of them stay along behind to do this siege thing and Kira and Dax go find a shitty Bajoran raider from some moon so that they can bring the news to Bajor that it's Cardassia behind all this, all this time. Like some weird kind of Paul Revere. As if they'd believe it, because so far they haven't. Various battles, various battles, various battles. So many battles happen on (laughs) DS9 until somehow, finally, they get through to the people and they're like, Ah, we've captured some of you. Here's what's going on. Meanwhile, over at the Chamber of Ministers on Bajor, it's Dress Up Like a Vedic Day. (laughs) Starring Dax and Kira, who look damn good. Yeah. They swoop in. They tell everyone, we've got proof that it's Cardassia. And they're like, proof, you say? And Vedic Wynn has just been there for, I don't fucking know why. Extra plot line. She and, and Jero are fucking her. Oh, definitely. And she's like, oh, well, if, uh, if Jero's been, been foiled, then yeah, I'm not behind this at all. I totally believe that it's with Cardassia. We shouldn't do it then. Done. I still win. <laughs> and this That's is her name. <laughs> oh, yeah. This news makes it back up to DS9 and the two 
generals up there who've been trying to take it over realize, oh no, this has been going wrong. Oh shit, one of us accidentally shot Lee, who was jumping in front of a phaser aimed at Cisco. No! Lee! <laughs> now you can finally be the war hero martyr that you never wanted to fucking be in the first place. Hooray! Congratulations. And then O'Brien gets to be racist about it. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> so that was ten minutes of synopsis, but holy... No, that, that was really fast, dude. Yeah, that, went, that was amazing. Um, but yeah, so let's unpack this a little it's bit. A lot. And you actually Ooh, yeah. kind of made it sound like an understandable plot. Which, it's not. Which, when watching it, I was not the impression I had. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, I don't know. I, I kind of... I, I got it. I understood what was going on. I think there's too much. Here's, okay, here's my biggest gripe with this... I'm going to call it one episode, because why not? With this episode. It's really fucking long for It's one really episode. fucking long. But Lee Nalas, or Dallas, what was his fucking name? Lee Nalas. Leonidas. Feels superfluous most of the time. Well, and he feels it, too, because he's like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, we go and save this guy, and we're like, yeah, you're going to be helping. And you don't help until literally the last second of the episode. Hmm. Listen, that's why they tell you not to meet your heroes. Yeah, it does see his inclusion and the inclusion of that rescue plot. Because I could totally see a single standalone episode about rescuing a Bajoran war hero. Mm -hmm. And then we find out that he was kind of a fraud. Yeah, it was originally pitched in TNG. And Michael Pillar's like, but I want it for DS9, please. And he takes it and does it that way. It certainly makes more sense as a DS9 episode. Oh, yeah. No, but... in TNG, it would have been Ro. Hmm? That's fair. Ro would have had the Kira plot, I think. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think that works as an episode on its own. Does it work in the larger framework of this circle? Jerk. Uh, you know, this coup d'etat plot that's happening. Was it Less Nog so. that couldn't say? Wasn't Nog having yeah. trouble saying coup d'etat? Oh, that's cute. That I like that scene. Like, I mean, it is a dead language. So. Yeah, but I, I like that scene. You know, all this stuff couldn't keep us apart. You think some French thing is gonna... I was like, oh, that's sweet. That was yeah. a nice scene. I liked yeah. it. But that's later. But yeah, so, I don't know. I, I, I do agree that the Lee Nalas stuff, at the end of the day... They could have just Kalist him and been like, you're Navarknar, or Navarknar, and you can just go off and do your thing and we won't care about yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, really, the only real connection, other than his heroic final act of diving in front of the laser beam, other than that, his only other purpose outside his specific plot line is... To replace Kira and to get Kira off of the station for mm. a few scenes. Well, somebody had to do it. I could have easily found another way to do it. Like maybe she got herself injured in something, had to go rec- recuperate on planet with her family. Does she have a family? I'm sure she doesn't actually. No. Now, that's a question. So why is it important that Jaro get Kira off of Deep Space Nine. Like, he says, he eventually captures her and says that he wants her to give him information about Cisco, but... Yeah, I feel like it's more important that he get get Lee on the station so that he doesn't mm. come to the planet and everyone rally around him. Yeah. Because yeah. he wants there to be all this, this subterfuge and bullshit. Mm, yeah. But, like, honestly, if he had done that, if he had, you know, put Lee Nellis onto the station but also left Kira there probably would not been nearly as much of a problem for him. Like, the yeah. big problem, ultimately, was that he got... He pissed off Kira, and you don't do that. Well, I think he pissed off Kira and Cisco, and you definitely don't do mm. those both. I think he underestimated Cisco. Yeah, but that guy, man, 
I mean, I knew as soon as you saw him. That actor's been in stuff. That is Frank Langella. He was... Oh, that's Frank Langella? Yeah. Who no, is sh- that? He is in he The looks... Americans. He's Gabriel. Uh, Man, he's so fucking young in this. I'm used to seeing him fucking old. He is... <laughs> Did he play Nixon Yep, once? he was Nixon and Frost, Frost Nixon. Nixon. He was in both the movie and he originated the role in the play. Well, I think we can all agree that Richard Nixon. Holy shit, he looks so so like he still looks old, like he's like an older man, like a middle aged man. Yeah. But like I just like man, he looks fucking young. Yep. I, I did not realize that was him. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah. young, for such an old fucker. He's specifically uncredited in it, uncredited in this because he said he wanted to do the show for his kids, not for the fame. Oh, that's which cute. doesn't make any sense because then you'd think you want your name attached to something, so people people might want to go watch the show, but. Mm. Well, yeah. Maybe he just wanted to be like, hey, see kids of Star Trek. That's cool, though. But, uh, no, but yeah, I, I was wondering why he wasn't credited. You know, yeah, it was his decision. It sounded weird. As soon as you see him, that, like, this guy's up to no good. For yeah. sure, yeah. He looks like a lamb. He's like, oh, good, you found this guy. Great. Yeah, no, he is. He's one of those guys, you know, when he shows up, you know, nothing good's happening. Yeah, like fucking uh, Vedic Wynn. Mm. Could have done without her plot. I felt that stretched it too. But then again, yeah, why was I, she even there? Well, because, because because religion and politics are intertwined on their fucking planet. Yeah, and that's to really just well again, religion, religion again, is politics. I like, on their planet. I like it's that she the... was included because yeah. I like when she's on screen. I like being angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, when fucking. Mm. When she sees Kira at the monastery, oh, she's stay as long oh as you like, Lord. maybe even a week. It's yeah, like, stay <laughs> as long as you want, a couple Ooh. days or something. Hey, fuck you, bitch. Oh, I but hate she, her. Oh, the whole, you know, she's just so passive aggressive. Oh, like, she is. Oh, oh, you had an orb experience. Oh, oh, it's surprising that you didn't come and clear that with the the council. Oh, you well, know, I, you don't have to do that. Well, I always clear it with the council, and then meanwhile, she's got fucking dipshit in there. Having yeah, an orb experience. Yeah, she fucking little kiss ass probably goes to the council every time she wants to take a piss. Just like, <laughs> may I use the lavatory? Yes, Jesus, leave us alone. May I conspire with Jaro? No. But oh, fine, fine, whatever, leave oh, us alone. No, because what's gonna happen? It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like, we get, we need to use the orbs, and somebody, and uh, somebody else. Who didn't like, wipe the orb? When no, oh, we, no, you can't go use the orbs. You got to ask the council. Then she'll turn around and she'll go, "I am the council." <laughs> <laughs> oh. I caught the end of that movie recently. Uh. Rough. It's exactly as good as I remember. Rough stuff. What movie? Sith. Oh, right. Sith I am things. the Senate. Right, right, right. Sith. Sith things. Revenge of the Sith. Sithic. Uh, so much. Oh, there's just so much. I'm, I'm going to look at my notes because yeah, I have nothing. Lots and lots. Okay, well, so. I mean, it's a three-parter. It's, I, I, it's enormous. Where do we start? The beginning? What happens in the beginning? Let me check. Uh, Get an well, you were right last week. Uh, Jake's date is this week. That's true. Oh yeah. So yes, I was mistaken. Culpa. But uh, yeah, they did put two like Bajoran racism episodes back to back. So I mean, it's shame been, on there's them. been a season break in the meantime. But yeah. it was only like a three month break. Listen, they're all about that race, about that race. No trouble. Yeah. So I, I almost feel bad for for I was reading up on this and I I kind of feel a little bad for Nana Visitor because it meant that she had because this is a three episode plot and she's the central character it meant she just did not get to stop working Oof. for all this, this entire time. So I, I did have a note here. There's you know there's the bit where they find the um, graffiti mm. and Oda's like ah oh, yeah, has a low security area. And, Cisco goes like, well, moving forward, there are no low security areas. Wasn't it on his quarters? 
No, that that's, was later. Yeah. Oh, that's later. There's another this one. Is the first this is the one. first one. Okay. But, I think I missed the first one, and therefore when Quark got branded, I was like, "When? Oh, why haven't we heard of this?" But my note was, uh, you know, after Cisco says there's no more low security areas, again, Odo's got whatever passes for a boner with him right now. Ha. Hmm. True that. He can make it whatever shape he wants. <laughs> he can be the wall. His penis could be a why rat. Why can he be the wall? Because hang on, hang on. So that's my much later, that? but. There's so many notes. <laughs> Rat penis. <laughs> oh, here we go. Odo can be a wall. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Odo can be a tripwire. Yeah. Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Okay, but can question he mind mark, meld with a ship? Not yet. Okay. Give it time. But why, 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 what's wrong with him being a tripwire or a wall? It's. It was very silly. Now, see, what I liked, see, I was of the other, of another different opinion that, like, normally someone being able to, like, just become the wall or just be a shadow figure like if he wasn't a good guy he would be a horror movie monster <laughs> like this thing that can just slither out of the wall and look at you but it's Odo so we're like Haha, how fun meanwhile like near <laughs> anyone else it's just like Hah! here's a question I was thinking about this I think last week when he was being a sticker on a on a piece of packaging before he turned into a rat that's this week this is a confusing week yep when, whenever he was being a sticker Yep. Good God. Does he have senses when he's being a non-organic looking thing that we, doesn't have like eyes and... I think, we have to assume yes. No, I don't know though. I think that he might have... I think when he becomes a thing, he becomes the thing. Yeah, but the thing doesn't have a brain to make him switch back. Yeah, how would he yeah, know well, I mean, when I it's... Think, how think, would he know when it's safe to switch yeah. back? And also, how is he know. learning anything from it if he can't hear well, it? Well, he might have some sense. I don't think he has sight unless he has eyes. Well, maybe he's hiding an eye as, like, a little period in the writing. Well, no, but, like, the eyes are just him constructing an eye. Yeah, is but it? I think he has to construct a functional eye. I don't think so, though. Do you think, you think so? Otherwise, he's, he have he's got. Otherwise, he's got... 360 degree vision all the time. Maybe he, he does. does. That would explain a lot. Why does he ever turn around? Why doesn't he just make his it's face appear ma- out the back? Because that would freak out <laughs> the <laughs> solids. Because he's trying to make people comfortable. Yeah, it's like how Data has an algorithm that makes him blink. It's just... I don't know. I, I kind of think that, like, yeah, maybe he can sense vibrations and stuff just natively. Maybe. But I think in order to get, like, higher level sensing, he probably needs to create sense organs to do that. Maybe. I mean, we're never probably going to get good probably answers not. on any of this. So he's, he's basically magic. He is. Mm. And I love him. Yeah. But yeah, well, what's extra confusing, too, is just that, you know, one thought I had had last week was like, huh, this is sort of a weird season finale. It's just this strange little sort of standalone story. Could have been seemingly any part of the season. And now it's like, oh, they were laying the groundwork for the opening of season two with this. This is... I don't think they were intending it. I think they were just trying to end last season with something as good as duet. Mm. They didn't quite reach it, nope. but like they were like, I think they were like, let's keep making this as as good as as interesting as we can. And I think they originally wanted it to be a Picard story, so it would be bookended. They'd have Picard come in, they'd have an adventure together, and say, "No, f- shelf that. We're gonna go with something with the prophets." So that was we, yeah, that's a terrible lazy. idea. They didn't do that. So that we can bookend it with profit stuff yeah. instead. Well, they retrofit it well enough that it really did feel like, to me, it felt like, oh, I see what they were doing now. Clever. I don't give them that much credit. 
Well, that's why I said it's, it's a retrofit, and it's a good one if so. Yeah, I know they, like, between seasons, like, all the writing staff, like, they had a, a meeting and they talked together, like, okay, now that we've seen what season one has done for us and we've seen what works, character stuff. Do that, like, whoa. Yeah. And also, they learned what works, Bajor's a shithole. Yeah, Bajoran, Bajoran <laughs> politics... Is is very fascinating, it seems. Yeah, it's a disaster, and it's great. Who's uh, our most developed character? Kira? Done. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so, and again, yeah, it does seem like Kira's kind of eating up all of the good plot lines lately. I mean, the last, these three, and then the last two yeah. were, were both heavy Kira shows. Yeah, but you sort of feel like that's inevitable, because they're right near Bajor, mm-hmm. the spaceship, the spaceship, the fucking space station, station is sort of... Kind of Bajor's, right? I mean, yeah, isn't oh, it their is. space? The wormhole is their space. The station. wormhole is Bajor's. The wormhole is and the space. Station. Yeah, no, Bajor's definitely important, but definitely Kira's got the lion's share uh, of pulling to do for these episodes, well, Which, and she does it well. You know? Yeah, she's she's carrying these well. I guess the other reason it makes a particular sense to me is because on Deep Space Nine, they're kind of waiting for adventure to come to them rather than going out to adventure, and Bajor is so close by that. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that come you know they get away from. I hope I think this season we get more off station adventures because those are always good. We shall see. But yeah, these 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 season one. I think you know a lot of people when this show came out kind of tuned out after a while mm. because the first and I don't think it was because the first seasons were really bad. It was just that they they weren't what people were expecting from a Star Trek series. Yeah. They were expecting people to go, you know, to have an adventure on a planet and you meet a crazy alien on a planet and the crazy alien does something and your ship gets fucked up. Yeah. But, but um, you know, what would the point have been? Because at least at the start, it was overlapping with TNG and yeah. TNG was already doing that. Yeah, I think so. people wanted more TNG. Well, that's uh, 20 years later. Yeah. Well, they wanted more TNG then and it, and that's not what it was at first. And then, like, I think that the producers kind of saw that and were like, oh, shit, people wanted TNG. Let's just do TNG again and call it Voyager. Mm. But also, Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, too, you start to see more and more stuff leave the station once TNG formally ends, and then it's a little less redundant. Yeah. Well, but after that, you get Voyager. So True. Which really is another Planet of the Week show. Yeah. I will say, like, you know, you're talking about names in the uh, intro Sending sending Miles off with Kira for this mission, which on the one hand is a little random, but on the other hand, I said makes perfect sense. Because of all the Federation staff, he's probably the only one that hates the Cardassians almost as much as Kira. Yeah, but then you send someone a little bit more tempered. Well, yeah, but they know there's going to be a firefight. And, and then and Miles is expendable? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's also he's also he was in the war. Even says he's he's he knows how to fight Cardassians. He misses the, the fucking ration packs. Apparently, the weird bastard. Yeah, yeah. yeah they did not was, look good. I mean, here's the that thing. That was that was another padding of the episode was because they they mentioned the, the rations and then they talk about them for like five minutes. Here's oh, you saying this, you guys don't love these fucking rations? What great. this tells you is that in the next what the fuck year is this? Four hundred years? No, three hundred odd years. Irish food is not getting any better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, it's still the same awful shit. So that's why he's like, this is fucking great. There's salt in it. I once went to Dublin where they had a Burger King. 
But I mean, I would yeah. I just imagine the whole flight to that prison camp was just Kira and O'Brien exchanging stories about how much they hate Cardassians. Probably. Yeah. So they get to to Cardassia four, mm-hmm. and we have a we have a we have to, we have some subterfuge to yep. gain access to the prison camp. The worst subterfuge. Yeah. It's kind, of, kind of upsetting. Kind yeah. of upsetting subterfuge. When she pretends she's gonna like. There's not even buttons for her to be unbuttoning her oh, shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then she punches the guy, which is like, yes, that's what you that, do. That was fun. I feel like she should have just done that and be like, oh, you want to see how awesome I am? Punch. And he would have been like, yeah, I'm totally into that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, I, guess no, we're, I guess we're dating now. The way he was talking. I think they're married. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was awful. I think she needs some discipline. He's like, oh, this is gross. Yeah, but she was like, no, was from you, gross. bitch. I know. No, it was just some weird BDSM shit. It wasn't gross. He was being a fucking creepy well, guardian. and she was playing the game. It's gross because he's a Cardassian. Because, like, for him, there's this whole oh, racial ew, layer yeah, 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 that yeah, makes no, no. it not innocent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, no, it's chair. it's because, like, if it was a Bajoran to a Bajoran, like, yeah, then they're just into some kinky shit. He's a Cardi, it's gross. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like if you would bring a child to a pedophile to try to, like, get access to whatever the pedophile's guarding. Yeah. But then, the pedo- but, but then the child is actually made of bombs. <laughs> I don't know if I would go that far. Mm, I, I, well, the things the Cardassians do to the Bajorans are pretty bad. I know, but pedophilia is a whole different... Alright, it's... Uh, anyway. I can't think of any other example that it isn't as equally Well, I mean, horrifying. I can. It's like master and slave play between a black... A white person and a black person. Right, I said anything that's equal... Everything I can think of is equally horrifying. Oh, 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 I thought you were saying you couldn't think of anything. No, I could. I, every I example I can think of is equally bad. And that's yeah. why I'm just like, nope, never mind, done. It's all awful. All right. It is awful. Fair enough. I did like her uh, casual wear, though. Her yeah, weird her little, little, her little cop, crop trap. Her, like... Crop trap. Quarter done sweater. It's like we made the grid of a sweater, and we're just gonna stop there. It was cute. It, it was, was cute. It was weirdly. It weirdly it worked. Looked, and funnily enough, like on in and the desert area where they were, like the texture of it looked good next to the sand. Yeah. Which I for some reason like. Wow, this is just a very textured that goes, scene. That goes really well with the sand. It did. I will say, like for all that that whole scene was uncomfortable, the weirdest part was I think how easily O'Brien slipped into pimp mode. Mm. Yikes. But how, like, here's something that's interesting. It's like, how typical is it on Cardassia 4 for a human pimp to be parading around with a Bajoran prostitute? Apparently common enough that that guy didn't blink. Yeah. Oh, oh, the prostitute's here. Yeah, excellent. I mean, I usually expect the pimp to be a Ferengi, but... It's like that scene in Boondock Saints where, uh, what's her name, Willem Dafoe and Drag shows up and is oh, like, yeah. oh, I've been s- sent over by so-and-so. And they're like, oh yeah, he's always sending us hoes. The only mm. thing that would have made O'Brien's pimp thing any better big is if he was wearing a, wearing a big oh, hat. Big pimp hat. Or a cane. A if he was Willem Dafoe. A bejeweled Dafoe. cane yeah. or something. Random monocle. <laughs> yeah. P- pimp, uh... Wow. Pimp O'Brien. <laughs> Um, oh, can we can we commission that uh, Star Trek Scribbles guy to draw Pimp O'Brien? Oh I bet God. we can. Yeah, the whole prison break thing did feel very like way too easy. Well, it was probably on purpose. Why? Because they were working with what's his face. But what? But again, I still because they had three more episodes. Because to do. <laughs> then again, if that prison break hadn't happened, then Lee Nallis would have never come back. There would have been no. I mean, his the uh, Jaro's plans wouldn't have changed. He didn't need Lee Nallis in his plans. 
No, it's, I think it was just a further layer of destabilization. And, like, they just want Bajor to be a mess. And their thought is this could introduce yet more chaos. Mm. Like, they don't necessarily need um, Jaro to win. They just need Bajor to implode. I don't know. I find it a hard time, a hard sell that this whole thing was orchestrated because you got to remember also it was one of lee's prison buddies that smuggled out the earring right but again like the question is were they looking the other way to let it get out but why i don't buy that well see the only thing the only reason i feel like they had to have been doing it is because of the fact that probably like the episode never spells it out but there was that thing in the first episode where Ducat is all like, we've issued an apology and blah, blah, blah. blah. Before Kira even gets back, Ducat's on the phone being like, we've released everybody else. Because we're not a film here. I always feel like that's kind of like they got their hands caught in the cookie jar. Maybe. Yeah, that was my first assumption. And it could have caught, like, that apology was like, uh, you know, oh, we totally didn't know about this. We're so sorry. Uh, Accept our apology because they know that well, the Federation, if, yeah. if they're seeing this, then the you know they're gonna they're gonna take exception. These fucking punks. I, let, let's <laughs> listen to him. These fucking punks. They. <laughs> the more I watch this show, the more you just want to smack everyone in charge, because it's like, well, you know, they swore to us. They 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 emptied out all the prison camps. How do you know a Cardassian is lying? He's talking. But beyond that, then later on, it's just like, oh, well, geez, Ben, I mean, I mean, you got this proof that the Cardassians are manipulated, but look, the Cardassians might get involved in other people's civil wars, but we don't. You are going to hand the wormhole over to the Cardassians, you stupid, stupid, yeah. ignorant fucks. And I'm here for it. If there was any time you jack-witted, cowardly maggots shouldn't be standing on the prime directive it is so very much now you ooh yeah that 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 dude that admiral that pissed me off too because i'm like yeah like i'd like to imagine he went back and told like the rest of his compatriots about this guy oh yeah so sister i told you a prime directive and they all just went well maybe they what? did because it doesn't at least we can say that face is not good it doesn't, right yeah. i'm guessing there was no fallout no clearly this. yeah violation right you well know. they said it was all a misunderstanding that's a thing <laughs> that's the thing about breaking the prime directive it, i always feel like admirals are they're they're obligated to tell you not to do it yeah like they're obligated obligated to get it on record that yeah i told ben cisco not to break the prime directive and that way they cover their ass because if they because they know yeah cisco is going to break the prime directive and get involved but uh if it goes our way if it works out no harm, no foul. And if it doesn't, they if it have goes south, deniability. Yeah, I told him not to do it. It's like we've always said. The prime directive is just all about bureaucratic cowardice. It's not actually about ideals. Mm-hmm. It's about, yeah, it's about CYA. That's yeah. all it is. It is... CYA? Cover your ass. Okay. It's, it's really one of the, like, worst parts of the Federation and Starfleet. Because it's just a way to... to um, no, I can't think of the word I want, but just Brand. to... No, not to pre- Just to, like, eschew responsibility. Mm. You know? It, ugh, they get to sit there and be all smug and self-righteous, but meanwhile they let whoever run roughshod over everybody. Yeah. It's terrible. Horrible. 
Moving on. But yeah, so we get Nellis back. Yep. He doesn't fucking care. Yeah, I mean... He'd rather be back down there breaking rocks. Well, he tries think, to run away. Well, he no, Well, he really feels like a fraud, yeah. as mm-hmm. we find out later. Well, and as he should, but it's not like he asked for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's another movie I meant to look more into, didn't look that much into. I have, I've been busy this past couple of weeks, that they changed... His character was originally just going to be kind of a reluctant hero, who was like, mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah, I mean, I got a hero, but I'm not really in it anymore, to this mistaken hero, mm-hmm. um, based on uh, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Oh, I've heard which of that. Is a John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart movie, yep. which looks good. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's good, which is the same kind of a thing where like one of the, like the less good at shooting at people one gets credited for winning this this shootout thing when really it was the other one shooting from like across the street over his shoulder and he's that much better of a shot mm. but the other one gets credit for it so he like becomes this great senator and all this stuff. That's right. I think he runs with it, unlike Lee. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He he accepts that. Okay, I'll I'll just take this accomplishment that isn't actually mine because I'm the hero people need. Yeah, I think I like the idea. I do wish they'd done a bit more with it because that's a really interesting idea of like yeah. someone just, who doesn't just... want to be a symbol whose legend is a complete fraud, but yeah. not one of his own creation. But like his normally, character arc doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, they let that. it kind of drop, which is too bad. It would have been really interesting to see it. Better. To see, yeah, to see him actually like take control or yeah. like maybe maybe be the one giving Cisco advice on anything. Yeah. Maybe how to raise his son. I don't know. Oh, I see your son was gonna go on a date. Has he has he uh know about fisting yet? Did you oh, tell no. him about protection? Yeah, I don't know. I th- I do think though that that Lee gets kind of shafted plot wise. He does, which is unfortunate. Yeah. This is also this as a trio of episodes there were three different writers that co- uh. or they coordinated amongst each other it was the three main writers bear fields and pillar and each one took one episode and they just coordinated amongst each other and fields even says he did the middle one and he says yeah i wasn't satisfied with where lee went with it it felt like he didn't get anywhere yeah yeah like i mean like, aside from the sort of like not doing as much with lee as they could have i think overall i liked these episodes i liked the overall core plot not all the threads that were attached to it exactly functioned or went where they could have or should have but yeah some of them could have been their own episodes so the fact that it was like this threequel of episodes yeah it just became a little bit diffuse and confusing at times mm. but overall i didn't i didn't mind like i never thought the pacing was too bad i i found myself really quite enjoying everything that was going on i thought the build-up was good mm. the um, second one was the, the boring one the third one was just action, 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 action. You don't get a break from the action. Yeah. It's Except funny. a very quick break to play dress up. The, the Bajorans, you know, considering they had been fighting a guerrilla war for so long until only a year ago, sure don't know how to defend themselves against guerrilla tactics. Yeah, well, what's interesting is that... So the, the Bajoran military, who were the probably the militias yeah. from before the liberation they sign on with the circle yeah they're 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 all in on the circle yeah oh yeah our new friends crim and day mm. so so fun fact who fight with each other more than they fight yeah. with the non-bajorans which is hilarious <laughs> so uh crim the i think crim the, the colonel was the yeah cur- uh, general crim and colonel day oh cur- okay colonel day then so I was like, that guy's really familiar. And I looked him up, and he's best known for being one of the main cast members of Wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I realized I best knew him as Harker in Dracula Dead and Loving It. 
And what's sort of amusing about that is that Frank Langella famously played Dracula both on stage and in a 1979 movie adaptation. So there's a Dracula connection. Yes. Uh, God. And if you'll remember, Bashir is also a Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude from Wings and Dracula Dead and Loving It. Mm. It was driving me nuts. I was like, I know that face, I know that voice, what the hell? But yeah, so the military, uh, they're, yeah. Back, they're back in the circle. They, back they chose their the worst uh, horse. They chose their horse, but they're on it. But honestly, like. If wishes were horses, so you know the conclusion. The, the conclusion one. of the second episode <laughs> nice. is the circle wins. Right? Yeah, like they've they've executed their coup. Yeah, uh, and they're now running things. Yeah, so I guess it worked out for a while. For a bit, yeah. Until the the truth came to light. Yeah, it's it's. Bajor's a wreck. Bajor's always on the verge of just falling apart entirely. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, if not for the fact that the Cardassians would immediately swoop back in and be Nazis and take over the wormhole, I'd say, fuck it. Let Bajor have its independence. The last ten minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm just no, I focused on one of my notes, and I, I, I keep forgetting Lee is here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I found kind of funny about the guerrilla warfare scenes was that, you know, they all... Oh, the, being a tripwire? Yes. That too. <laughs> but they, you know, they go full insurrection before insurrection. They all switch into civilian clothes. Do they take their comm badges off? They're hidden under their jackets. Mm, it doesn't count. It doesn't. But they're in oh, civilian clothes. Oh, that's what they be transported, I bet, though. Yeah. Mm. And what's funny is Cisco, Dax... And Bashir, even in civilian clothes, end up in their uniform colors. Cisco's in a red jacket. Nice. Fucking costumers, man. Dax in Dax is in a good amount of blue. Uh, Bashir is very much in blue. But then Colmeen is just in a black leather jacket. Hot. Instead of nice. any yellow. Actually, that's one thing that always drives me nuts because I know costume designers for for shows they like, do this. Stuff. They always start with be like, "Oh yeah, this is the character. Her color is purple. She's almost always in purple." Kind of a thing, and it drives me nuts because that's not how people's closets are made. No, like when the, you see stuff like that happen, like I'm just like, guys, this isn't Power Rangers. No. They don't need to always wear their color. The <laughs> problem too, though, is like I feel like the again the one character they don't have do that is O'Brien. Who, unfortunately, sort of winds up looking like a sort of stereotypical IRA gorilla. Yeah, I think that's what they were going They kind of fell into a bit of a stereotype. What? An Irish stereotype? Not on Star Trek. <laughs> tidy, tidy, tidy. True. All right, so then we throw the Molotov cocktail into ops. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The bit where Julian leads the team that captures those, like, couple of soldiers. I'm just like, oh, God. This is going to go so to his head. That's going to be his, like, oh, date no. story for the next six months. He's going to have so much tail from that story. You know, I uh, helped lead the guerrilla resistance. I captured soldiers personally. Mm. Our first five uh, yeah. prisoners of war. Yes. <laughs> um, I did, like, the best scene in all of these shows is the scene where Quark gets deputized. Yes. I love it so much. Yep. I was like oh. squeeing so hard I that was whole great. scene. I'm not sure if it's my favorite Quark scene because... What else? Oh, him with the, with bl- the purple with... haired lady? No. no. When he's got the big ju- big bucket of money that he's trying to... No, get out <laughs> no not that to. either. I, I, like, I really like when Rom is being a bitch and complaining about the latinum. Yeah. And he's like, ah... Oh. 
One for you, seven for me. But and see, I, was like, I nice like job. that Ron no, no, gets I, his. I know. Because then, well, I, I, was, getting, <laughs> yeah. I was getting to that. Ah. Because then, you know, they've been making all this money selling. And he's like, oh, looks like I oversold the seats. Whoops. Uh, tell uh, Cisco I have all the faith in the world and his ability to fix this. And then <laughs> Rom sells his seat to a Dabo girl. Dabo. Dabo girl. Yeah, that, oh. Yeah, he got outquarked by Rom. Rom how, how much you want to bet though that Quark isn't like, wow, I didn't ever think you have the lobes for that, and he's right. actually like, I'm gonna fucking actually kill you. To be fair, <laughs> do we Quark... ever see Rom again? Yes, yes we do. It's we, too Quark, bad. As someone who does survive the fucking siege, yes. ha- now has the suitcase full of yeah. money that he no longer really needs to share with Rom for all true. I care. True. That's true. Yeah, Rom all his because Rom betrayed him. Yep, that's true. I just really don't like. Oh, why? I li- Which way did he go? Which way did he go? I, I, I like him. I like that he fucking did that. I like that, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah like that, that. but that's about the only thing he's done this whole show where I wasn't like a... No, he tried to kill Quark when he was in the Nagus. Yeah, I didn't think he had the lobes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, ugh, I just don't like him. Everything about him. He just annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I think the, all the things he does are probably fine overall because I know we're going to see more of him and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. It's just the way he does them that I'm like, fucking God damn it, Rom. Uh, um, Whose choice was it? Because that's not even his actual voice. I don't know. To make him, to give him that voice that makes him sound like he's got like, I don't even know. I think they wanted to make him, you know, Quark's dumb, dumb brother who's actually kind of smarter than Quark in a lot of ways. Well, we haven't seen that he's smarter than Quark. We basically well, see that he tries to emulate... Crafty. He tries to emulate Quark a bit. Manages it on King. I don't necessarily... I definitely don't think he's smarter than Quark. I think he just gets lucky a couple times. You know what I did like, though, speaking of Quark scenes, is... Him the, getting deputized. <laughs> though that too, but... It's so good. When, it was really when he first the deputy. Well, I have <laughs> no choice. It's unfair! I haven't done anything yet. Well, whatever you're about to do, yeah. it's unfair! That is unfair. But when he first realizes, like, everything's going to shit, he's like, we gotta get out of here! Well, I mean, I gotta get out of here. You can turn into a couch or whatever. <laughs> but you know that initially, it was like, he was like, he kind he was of like, wants buddy, my Odo friend, to go let's with leave. him. They're gonna go off and, like, we'll find a new place. You can be chief of security there. I'll run scans there. We'll have the same thing. Like, that little slip up. You know, that, like, we gotta go! They're in a little bit of love. Yeah, and I like they it. totally are. And I love that's, them. That's amazing. Well, I feel like, doesn't he actually say to Odo in this episode, like, you need me or something? Or, like, I I feel like he says something that made me go, I do not remember. I just love it. How did he figure out that it was the Krasari people that were arming the circle? I think he talked to some of his, some of his contacts. contacts. I bet more. Yeah, that was that was a scene they skipped. Suddenly, Quark walks in, being like, "I've got information, everybody. Y'all want to talk to me?" Only in Quark way, and and making himself the most important person in the room, as he usually is, uh, to say, "Hey, I have this information, but you." It's not it's not very television like to not show how you get the information. Mm. Considering you have three episodes to stretch scenes across. Now, if the military was already supporting the circle, why did the circle even need to import weapons? Say that again. So the circle So the military is backing the circle. Yeah. And it seems like they're doing that from the start because when Cisco goes to visit the general He's like, I noticed that uh, you've been pulling your troops out every time there was potential conflict with the circle. That's a little funny. I feel like there's a difference between 
letting letting happen and actively doing the thing up, I mean, up until the end. The, and the, yeah, but I, again... But it, then it is the formal military leading the siege of Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Not, maybe it was just... Maybe at first they were doing because they weren't sure how much military support they had. The other thing is, even if the Cardassians are supplying the weapons, are the Cardassians also involved in fomenting this That's... insurrection in an, in other ways? Or are, oh, they, sure. or are they just... I'm certain they are, but I just don't know what it is. Like, is it a crime of opportunity? It's like, hmm, shit's fucked up. I guess we could, you know, give them some weapons and help move along the, uh, the coup. Move along home. Yeah. Hey. Or is it um, some gull... Out there, just like, hmm, yeah, let's uh, let's start stirring the pot. We really want that wormhole. Yeah, you never know what the Cardassians just. They're sneaky. They're good at being. They're much better at Romulans yeah. than being sneaky. Right. They, so. They're basically like Romulans, but better at it. Yeah. Mm. Just because I feel like what it is with the Romulans, the issue is like everyone and their mother has their own little plots going on. Whereas with but the they Cardass- don't talk to each other. Right, so the Cardassians, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are plenty of Cardassians with their own shit, but I feel like there's a little more coordination on Cardassia with a lot of the schemes, which is why they're a, a little better at it. Mm. I have an important note on rat acting, <laughs> and that's that the, the having to shoot uh, any scene with a rat is complicated because rats only do what you want them to do when they're hungry and then they fill up on peanut butter really fast. <laughs> so you get maybe one or two takes tops. <laughs> Which I found delightful because rat Odo is my favorite Odo. <laughs> but all Odos are my favorite Odo. Like, I just like that rats like peanut butter. I just like that no matter where you are in space, there's rats. Yeah. Like, no one's going to question there being a, an Earth rat. I know, for Humans a second, I thought, brought them everywhere. Yeah, why not keep being the sticker? They really, really won't notice if, you, if, you, if you're there as a sticker. Or rats moving around and, and they might spot you, but yeah, rats just are going to be there anyway. That's the thing. I bet all planets vermin are just everywhere now. Mm. Like Did you Earth... see that spider thing? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that shitty spider. I really oh, like it. it was so bad. Oh, when they're on Bajor? No, no, on the moon to get the... Oh, the Bajoran. To get their little The Scooty Puff Jr. Yeah, and and this big... This spider the size of a Pekingese dog walks by. And it was a mechanical spider that they picked up at some hobby shop or something. Obviously. And then then had one of their people that glue fur to it. And they said, yep, this is going to be on a screen for like one second. Because any more than that and they'll know. I mean, I knew from the one (laughs) second. It looked like a cheesy piece of shit, but it still gave me the shivers. And I was like, I do not need a spider that big. And I'm not even going to give them the usual benefit of the doubt of smaller, lower res televisions. That thing would have looked like trash in 95 or whatever. Uh, if it's that big, though, it's, it might just be kind of like a snuggly puppy. No. No. Apparently no, I tasty. prefer my yeah. snuggly puppies without eight legs. Oh, find out a bit more about the trill. Uh, super allergic to bug bites, apparently. Mm. Fucks up the connection between the uh, slug and the person. Oh, yeah. And we learn about one of uh, Dax's old hosts, Tobin, who we have to specify didn't get a lot of action. No sex life and no imagination. And for whom we've named a bridge. What it comes down to is I think that... Everything revolves around sex with Jedzia? Yes. With Dax. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the symbiote is really just like... Big horn dog. And it's just like, like I think that in 
Curzon, it found a very kindred spirit. Yeah. The symbiote must have been pissed off the entire time it was in Tobin, and Tobin's like, I don't want to get laid. I want to work on crossword puzzles all day. Yeah. And the symbiote is like, fucking damn it. At least look at some porn. He's going to say, at least jerk off. Jesus. Like, that's the impression I'm kind of, kind of under now is like, you know, because there was that question last week, too, of, like, which Dax was the, you know, ne'er-do-well breaking windows. Not Tobin. Like, I, I'm really under the impression that it really, it's it's not, I mean, I think, yeah, I think the Dax symbiote is, and I, I genuinely do not remember. Again, I don't, most of these episodes are a blank to me because most of them I've not seen since their initial run. But I'm kind of wondering if we'll eventually find out that, like, yeah, the Dax symbiote's always been a little weird. Here's a question. So when the first, cause it, which I'm sure we'll not ever get an answer to is... When the symbiote is in its first host, is it still two personalities? Because that symbiote hasn't had any life yet. Or is it just like a blank slate, you mean? Yeah, or is it literally growing up with whatever hmm. whatever they get out I of their first host? I kind of think that is. I, I, my impression is that like the symbiotes are like a hard drive. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they, the symbiote itself isn't so much having a personality as it is an amalgamation of the personalities of... Its hosts, though it may develop some sort of. Well, yeah, I think, I think I think it develops a, its own flavor. Like yeah, it it, it 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 develops a over time. The flavor is Jedzia barbecue. Clearly, <laughs> um, although one thing I thought was neat, and I don't, I can't recall them really having mm. done before, is using that might have been using Dax one. in the way uh, of Tobin. You know, oh, your hold on, hold on there. Yes. What? Okay. We're trying to remember... Do you have the, something you'd like to share with the class? No. I'm trying to remember Curzon's name. Um, Curzon. But yeah, I... I but yeah, something, that, something that, that... Did you just say Curzon? No. Oh. I thought she said we were trying to remember Curzon's name and you said Curzon. <laughs> That's what I thought you oh, said. maybe I did. I don't know. Anyway, I'm pretty Jake. sure you did. <laughs> Jake, you were, you were making what I feel was a good point. I'm sorry, Jake. I'm saying, something that they did in this show that they haven't done so much yet, I don't think, is using... What is obviously something that you should be using your trill science officer, trill anything officer for, which is, hey, does one of your past hosts have experience relevant to our current predicament? And then, yeah. yes, actually. They're almost more useful than Vulcans then. Right. Yeah. It's, like, it's not like, like yeah, I have I happen to have a host that was a fucking mechanic and yeah. could fix shit, you know? And, and I think that that's a cool thing. It that, is cool. That they haven't, you know, I'm surprised it hasn't come up more. No. Like, the only other times we really reference past hosts so far has been like, yeah, Curzon was a real horn dog. So, so horny. Um... <laughs> But, like that's uh, really all we know about him. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. And I, I hope we get to. Did you like? Did you like that? Jadzia doesn't fit in the Raider ship. Oh, yeah, <laughs> ran with so that. long. She is. And a lot of short engineers. <laughs> Didn't think that was funny. Maybe they were Ferengi. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and that we we also got a little a little Jadzia bit in this, which I like. Yeah, and she yeah. and she and Kira are pals, and it's yep. like, and that's very yeah. cute to see seeing them together as two women characters who can have a conversation that isn't like about boys that passes or, the Bechdel test or in a yep. leotard doing fucking yep. aer- aerobatics or talking about their I know talking about talking about their droopy boobs. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've ever since I got to this planet, my titties been hard. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of titties, no, we, were there titties? We had that nearly naked scene. With, oh yeah, um, that was weird. With with 
Kira and Beryl. Yeah. So I know, I know last week you were nonplussed by Beryl, Caitlin. How are you feeling about, about him now? No, I liked Beryl. Chris didn't like Beryl. Oh, Chris didn't like Beryl? I, 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 I know. As I said, he's pretty. He's just... He's kind of stiff and boring. Well, I think I think you've him, seen him well, less he's a stiff and priest. I no. think him being stiff was rather the point <laughs> of the dream. Yeah. No, no, again, he's still pretty, but when he talks, I want to pass out. Mm. He's very monotone. He's very like. I think that's on purpose. I thought I think that's the character. There, he's try- They're making him a fucking monk who basically just grows plants. Yeah, and, and he his hooks whole... everything in his garden. I think <laughs> all he wanted to do in the world was grow the best brr, 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 whatever yeah. it was, and he couldn't even do that at, by his own admission. Like yeah. he's just he's just a fucking monk. Yeah. Um. But, but one he's thing gonna bang right? Kira. Well, right, the because everything else that Absolutely. happened in the orb experience literally yeah. happened. Yeah, I really liked seeing that, and that when yeah. it starts to make sense, like, oh, that's why you saw Dax in 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 Wynn's beautiful Sydney Opera House hat. <laughs> um, like it, everything else in that vision was literally yeah. a prediction. So, yeah. guess what, Beryl? Mm, Dax looks good. It's in gonna that happen. Too. I like that Beryl asks her. Yeah. It's like, so was I in your dream at all? Because I've been dreaming about you. Oh, you know and he she's had like, the same nah. woman. Oh, yeah. Were you naked? I was naked. I'm pretty sure I was inside. There you. was a full kiss scene filmed uh, with the two of them in their nearly nakedness. Uh, what? And we was, didn't get it? But was not used because I think they were like, we don't want it, We don't want that to be like where it's definitely headed kind of, kind of a thing. It's been obvious. It is clear that he took his hand and put it right up there, but a kiss was too much. Yikes! I'm not sure if I agree that that's what happened. I'm I'm sorry when she was like tilting her head and practically like like like, uh, no. Maybe she just felt his ding dong against her bum. Something was was going somewhere. The prophets were entering her. Yeah, the prophets prophets. via Barile's index finger. Oh no! What is happening? I, I didn't write the scene. Okay, there was something weird though. So <laughs> later in the episode, later in the episode, after their plane crashed, yeah, and they were leaving, and they were about, to, and they there's a little fake out on the, the. They make you think they're getting captured by the circle, but it's yeah. actually by Barilesman. Kira passes out, but before she passes out, she makes this crazy weird O face. That, oh, I didn't notice she's, that. She's like looking. She's like. <laughs> and she, was the prophet and, and then she passes out and I'm like where's Dax's hands right now no <laughs> curse on I was gonna say that <laughs> well it's not Tobin we know that well I guess Dax did learn a little something from Curzon Curzon what the fuck's his name Curzon wow it's really hard for me to say what's Curzon's name uh, Curzon <laughs> that was so good I love you you're like no I didn't say that you're like oh maybe I did <laughs> Fred Dax Good old Fred. Oh, boy. Uh, you know what I wasn't a big fan of was the whole Stooges act that starts the episode with everyone coming in to say goodbye. No, oh, I didn't mind that at you all. Didn't, I thought I it thought very, it's okay. so, I thought it was very goofy. And maybe it's because the rest of the episode is so It, it, it was definitely serious. a farce. I liked Quark in it, but I like Quark in everything. So. My, uh, my exact note on that scene, where is it, was... This crowd scene is both amazing and the worst. Like it's, that sounds about right. Like Justice's opinion of Move Along Home. This is like both, <laughs> this is, I love this and I kind of hate it in equal measure. Yep, yep. Especially because like, O'Brien is never quite sure what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like the minute he realizes a thousand people, he's like, oh, I should fucking go. Oh, no, nope, let me leave. Fuck. There's, there's well, no way to just door. pull an Irish goodbye. It's fine. <laughs> 
pass out? Uh, no, no, it's you when just you leave, leave without saying goodbye to anybody. Oh. And people just go, where the fuck did Chris go? <laughs> I did love um, one of Kiro's responses to, to Odo when he says, oh yeah, it's been nice seeing you, you know, um, sand down your rough edges. And she says the same to him. I'm like, oh, that's where all his edges went. It was, so, I loved that anyway. I just loved that scene. Yeah, like, you had a good point when we were on our way over about that. I don't remember. That I, well, I think I said that I liked that he was, like, yelling at her and was, like, mad that she was leaving and, like, wasn't putting up more of a fight. Well, but, but like, that was, like, it was almost like how, um, you know, with him and Quark, even, it's like, he doesn't know how to otherwise express, like, I don't want you to leave because you're my friend. Oh, no, that was your point. So, you, you oh, made that you, point. I no, you I, you, it. well, thank you, but no, no, you, I started the conversation. I made that point. The, but he just, no, all, all he knows how What's to do it. What's name? Kerpson. Fred. Okay. But the only way he knows how to do it is to be grumpy. You know, he can't just be like, you should be standing up for yourself because we don't want you to leave. It's just like, I I loved it. I just, I, Odo's my fave. Quark swans in with the, and you know, it is fair. Odo's relationship with Kira is very nice too. They're wonderful. But he's like in a small bottle. It's like, well, I wasn't expecting so many people, which, yeah, I mean, that's fair. I was expecting to come in here, have a bottle of wine with Kira, maybe get naked a little. Oh, that's Beryl? Fuck. Yeah, like, I don't know how he thought that was going to happen even before Father What a Waste <laughs> showed up. Father What a Waste. What's that mean? What a waste. It's, um, it, it is a term I often heard applied to handsome Catholic priests. Oh, that's funny. I get it now. Assuming Vedics have to remain celibate, which is not so. clear. I bet they because don't. he's definitely planning to plow Kira. Yeah. Well, and I'm pretty and sure Wynn was, well, was using her wild. So, but here's the thing. I actually said the same thing about Wynn, but then I said, on the other hand... All super religious Fruit Loops are humongous hypocrites, so it wouldn't shock me in the least if she actually is supposed to have, like, sworn celibacy, but she's just full of shit. Mm. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, well, I don't think we, we have any evidence, so that they that they need to be Yeah, celibate. we no, I mean, may find out. We may not. Who knows? I yeah. genuinely don't remember again. But I assumed, I, and I think I assumed that they must, because, like, Kai Burial lives in a monastery. Vedic. What did I say? Kai. Kai. That's the space Kai. pope. Oh, Jesus. Kai is like the pope. There is no space pope right now. No, I know. Sorry. I, I, keep our, forgetting. Our I just keep forgetting is, the word Vedic. Our space pope is trapped on a planet she can't leave. Yeah, and also undead. Yeah. <laughs> she's a zombie. Zombie space pope. <laughs> she's a Zambo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, I guess it's just because he calls the place where he is a monastery that makes me feel like he must have to, but I we we just don't know. We're again we're it's applying. an assumption, but it's also like an English word that's being yeah applied to a Bajoran word that's being translated automatically. Exactly, yeah. yada, we're yada, yada, we're yada. applying specific yeah. standards, and I don't know if there's any other word Abbey, but that's also as the same yeah no same. I think we're using we're using terminology that comes mostly from Catholicism, and that is again. But like, what if they had used an temple or something instead? Then it would be more vague. Because that's like, because isn't it like... Um, well, that's used in all sorts of cultures. Like Shintoism, for example, the Shrine Maidens. Shrine, that's a one too. I don't know. Anyway. But, but also, Wynne also says, like, oh, it's a good thing. It's good to see you getting some recreation. Right, implying that They're she banging? was there to fuck. But she was oh. definitely implying that, they were, no, that she was just banging. there to... But Jordan Bad. Yeah, that's true. To plow. Oh, that bitch. God, I hate her. Yeah. She's so good at being... The worst. 
Anyway, we're, we're running a long time. There's one thing I wanted to bring up to make sure it gets mentioned is I know Peter Allen Fields, the one who wrote the second one, but he's one of the producers of the show, so they all they all kind of write together anyway. He didn't like the decision to kill Lee at the end because mm. because then you're back at the beginning and it's like he never existed in the first fucking place. Yeah. But the other two were like, no, no, we have to sacrifice him so he's redeemed and also so that he doesn't ever have to come back as a character because we don't want to have to make sure we can find time that actor's available. Mm. What do you all think? It feels like it's definitely more the latter affecting the decision than the former. Because I don't think he needs redemption because, again, he never claimed to be that. Redemption is something he would have needed if he had been like, that's right, I am Big Johnny Hero. And then it's like, oh, actually, I am a coward. He was like, I literally tried to tell everyone to stop with the stories. Mm. So it's not redemption, you know? It's just getting off the hook, the poor fucker. Mm. He just wanted a break and he couldn't get it. It's quite sad. He really liked breaking rocks, though. He did. Over there, he was like, great, everyone thinks I'm dead. My earring's gone. That's weird. But I guess just get to live here and no one cares. Awesome. You know, the poor fucker got jerked around a lot by pretty much everyone, which is too bad. Yeah. Um, Regarding his death, like, yeah, it's kind of a meh death because he was such a meh character. I feel like if he had been more interesting, I would have been like, yeah, no, kill him off, grand sacrifice, great ending. But I'm just like, eh, who cares? It's definitely read to me more like, all right, we don't have to worry about this guy in the future. (laughs) As writers, not like... You know. But man, Colonel Fuckface sure has egg on his face, huh? Prick. Good old Colonel Fuckface. Oh, yeah. I was shit. trying to kill Cisco, and oh, that was wrong too, though. Urgh. Looks Whoops. like I just killed our national hero. Whoops. Oh, yeah. MB. How, how well, do you come up from that? He's going to get drawn and quartered, is what's going to happen. Whoa. And, oh, we, oh, God. We, we kind of kind of skimmed around this completely. We just never got to it because we've been going all over so much episode. Horrible racism. I mean, Quark literally branded. Oh, God. Yeah, that was awful. Um, yeah, the circle? Even, yeah, even, even if you can heal that immediately, immediately with Bashir's little whoop whoop. The whoop, act whoop. itself is just... That's awful. Terrible. Yeah, that's disgusting. And then poor Jake, like, you know, oh... I can't, I'm not going to get some. You have a date because well, of yeah, racism. It's, it's, and it's more than that, though. Plus, especially because it happens to a black actor and a black character, it feels a little more personal somehow. Yeah. Well, you know I think, I mean? And I think that was probably a deliberate... Oh, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, I just, and like, you know. and again, like you know, the Ferengi often, unfortunately, embodying negative Jewish stereotypes, and also actually being played by a Jewish actor. Like, like yeah. oh, oh dear, this no. Yeah, no, that's it's pretty yucky. And it's, I mean, they went there and good on them. Oh, I was gonna say not, that's the thing. It also makes it very powerful. Yeah, it's, they did not shy away from these people being really quite awful. But you get, you get like, yeah, we're the Bajorans. Plan to ourselves, we're superior. It's like you you guys seen how you're doing? Yeah, you're you're all you're falling apart. You got one village that yells at a cloud. You got another <laughs> one that's a, being ruled by a fifteen year old. What the hell yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah, like look, I'm not saying you're inferior either, but you are not competent. <laughs> well, I think what's what's interesting and what kind of comes up also for Bajor is that, you know, they make the point that, yeah, we were like Going out into space and bringing yeah. art and culture to planets. You that know, was an unexpected line. For, but I think it's, it's, and I, hopefully we learn more about this, it's just like, this is an ancient culture. Like, they've been around, and they, but they've always kind of been under somebody's boot. Yeah, they kind of, I got a kind of a Poland vibe off of that. Yeah. They're just kind of, they're the people that you conquer on the way to somebody else. Yeah, but it's, but like, so I think there's certainly a bit of a nationalist 
complex. Yeah. You know, like a... But that that was a like surprise It's to our me. time to rule ourselves, you know. I don't want to be... You know, we were just got out from under the Cardassian Empire, and now we, we've just invited the Federation to come back in. When yeah. can we just be Bajor? Yeah, and you can totally see how it can appeal to the, whatever I said last week, 95% oh, yeah. redneck population of Bajor. Yeah, it's a make Bajor great again thing, you know? I almost said that last week, actually. But yeah. it's, um... It, but it was funny. That was an unexpected thing. It's like, I get that they're an old culture, but this is the first hint we've had that at some point they were spacefaring in a big way. Yeah, like probably hundreds and hundreds of years before humans... Yeah, you know. even got there. Because we were kind of... We were late to the space party, relatively speaking. I mean, it seems like everybody else beat us to it. Yeah, we always make sense, because maybe not every other planet had a mass extinction event first. But boy, once the humans got to, got to space, they just took over all of it. It's all those fucking blue jeans and rock and roll! It... That's basically, like, the main... <laughs> the main thesis of Enterprise is trying to justify why humanity is such a big deal, even though they're the new kid on the block. I don't know if it works, but that's a big part of that show. The answer right. is blue jeans and rock and roll. It, pretty much. Okay. I'll, I'll look forward to seeing lots of It's been a long time. In the middle of five years or so. Getting from there to here. Okay, no. I any, sound... any more on the siege or the circle or the first one with the more innocuous, another innocuous name? The homecoming. Uh, again, uh, o- no. overall, like I said earlier, like I think the core plot I enjoyed, I like Bajoran fuckery. Again, it didn't all quite work. The Lee Nellis stuff was mishandled. Not everything was perfect. But all in all, I, I thought it was quite good as a, as a single huge unit. I think the hugeness <laughs> of the of the unit kind of toppled on it a bit. That's fair. It was too much unit. <laughs> nice, nice. Unit. Wow. We should probably dig up that <laughs> clip where they're being Riker and Picard if it's on YouTube now. Although I do what? like that they pulled, they did pull a Jason X and try and trick people. That's right. Yes, that was good. It, it was too quick a reveal. I yeah. The second they walk in, walk in, I'm like, oh man, they're gonna do Jason X. Oh, they just did it already. Yeah, well, Damn it. it was immediately apparent to the audience, too, because they were in uniform and not oh, in true. their gorilla clothes. Very true. They're still color-coded to their department's and also, civilian clothes. And also because you know they're not, they're somewhere else yeah. at the time. They was like, you know what, they're just gonna know. Let's just not even dick around. So yeah, I guess... Well, we got through three episodes just now. Yeah. So good it, good on us. Yeah, Pretty good. Time. But I do look forward to what's coming up. What is coming up? Well, speaking of what's coming up, next week we're going to be looking at invasive procedures Ooh. and <clears throat> yeah, maybe we're going to find out about a little more about what's going on with Kira and Belial, Belial, Belial. I'm pretty sure it's a Dax, uh, Dax procedure. Oh well. Oh, mm. well, where's, where's Dax's hand been? <laughs> where's Curzon's hand been? Mm. Whoa, and uh. <laughs> The really, really, really boringly named episode Cardassians. Uh oh. What are they up to? That's another. Uh, yeah, who's going to be in that? Um, Hopefully, your boy Gul Dukat. I think he is. I think I think I was scrolling through the um, episodes uh, and I think I saw a Dukat. Ooh, the neck himself. Oh my goodness, I'm getting rubbing. Mm, I hope he's not just on a cat. fucking screen. He's got to get out of the screen and onto the onto the ops. <laughs> I mean, that's his greatest wish. He, he wants his office back. My nice black nice. cat is giving me affection. Good boy, nice. black cat. Okay, bye, black cat. All right. All right. Take um, us out. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Google. 
play Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Yes. You can find us on Facebook by searching A Star to Steer Her By. You can also find us on Tumblr or Twitter as SSHB Podcast or visit SSHBpodcast.com, our home on the web. I think that's it. Every time we get yeah. to that part, I forget because like we don't have an email address that I need to plug or anything like that. We're good. Email we us at star to steer her by podcast.com slash gmail at yahoo.com forward slash soundclown. We don't have a Patreon, so I don't know. Give your money to some Buy a fucking mattress. Really that's what we should do. We should start plugging Patreons for other podcasts we really like. Why don't we just set up a Patreon? Do you Maybe. like to eat food? I'm not taking that tax hit. Do you want to cook your bucks. own We've damn food? We've done this bit. Caitlin, get us out of here. You can cut right, off that because Jake talking over you. I have been Caitlin. I'm Jake. This has been Chris. And this is always Ames. Remember, rule of acquisition number 31. Never make fun of a Ferengi's mother. Nice. Make fun of something he cares about. Oh, we wow. didn't. We didn't get that um, this week, but that's apparently the full rule of acquisition. Nice. Yes.